We're rolling to Jersey with the Sopranos. It's inside Florida racing. Good evening, everyone. It's uh, it's eight fifteen, and I think it's time for some the carton talk. The what? Carton talk? Oh no! No? Oh no! We're going to talk to okay. the winner. Well, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my schedule here, and I'm following along. It says eight fifteen, and it's eight fifteen. No, I didn't even that, get a schedule. You've you've just been brainwashed, Cece. I, I, that's right. <laughs> Jack has just mesmerized me. Yes. And I can't think for myself any longer. So let's talk to Tate Pierce, the winner of the Billy Grouch Myers Memorial at Bronson Motor Speedway. Congratulations, Tate. Thank you very much. Uh, matter of fact, I just got out of the car. I just free ran the whole race. Just just got the helmet off and uh, reliving it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking I know of Bonehead, I know Bonehead, I know Bonehead had to do that a time or two. Yeah, now, you know, I've never gotten to, at least not to do uh, what you did the other night and winning the $3,000 in your pocket. Um, is that the biggest race you've ever won money-wise? Yeah, yeah, I've won big races, but that's the highest payout. Wow. That I, well, way cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and the one I felt I had a good chance at, Robbie Cooper won at Auburndale. Uh, we was moving and shaking pretty good over there and then gotten a little altercation, but... uh well, you know, Robbie Cooper's the one that gets me up to Bronson, and I end up winning that one. So it was a wow, pretty neat deal. That is. <laughs> yeah, had it not been for that slap 67 or so caution that came out, man, let me tell you, you had your car hooked up and uh, was handling the lap traffic. That's something that I think you did really well, Tate, was handling the lap traffic. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, you know, Bronson... I hadn't raced it since January, and I can actually feel it today. I can tell I hadn't raced. Uh, my back muscles are sore. My top of my right at the butt area is sore. Uh, Bronson's a tough little track, and you got to be mentally prepared, and you got to hit your marks. And, you know, when I started approaching that traffic, there's two ways to handle it. You can either tippy-toe and try and just, you know, ease in there, or you can just shove it in there far enough that if they want to bump with you, you know, you got the advantage because you're carrying the momentum. And uh, because I've raced late models there, and, you know, you try and work lap traffic, and they try to race you just as hard as, as if they're going for the win. So uh, I didn't know how they were going to react. So I said, well, when I pulled up on the first one, I said, I'm going to drive it down in there pretty hard underneath him. And then that way, if he comes down, you know, like I said, I'm carrying the momentum. And uh, it worked on that one, so I just kept going. But they was, I tell you, lap traffic was, uh, you couldn't ask for a better job. I mean, once they knew I was there, it was, they didn't go out way out against the wall, but they left me room. And you can't ask for more than that. Yeah, now Wayne, you know, getting caught up in uh, his deal that he did with McLaughlin and had to go to the rear, um, I think that he, I mean, I thought Robbie Cooper was going to give you a little bit more action than he did. He did give you a little bit there when you guys came back to the restart. Um, Wayne really wasn't a factor because he had to come back from so far, and at that point, you know, he was back and forth. Um, did you feel that... Uh, I mean, did you feel any pressure from the guys at all, you know, at lap 67 when you had to start, you know, dealing with caution flags at the end? <laughs> I felt pressure from the time they got, dropped the green because uh, you know how that goes. You, you always want to start on the pole till it happens. And then once it happens, you're like, oh, man. I mean, because all you can do from that point is fail, you know, other than win. So it's, when, it's a tough situation. You've got to lead the pack. you got to set the pace. And... uh you know, you know how it is when you're racing and you got somebody to judge off of. You can run in a little further because you just saw that he went so far, and you're going to take it a little further. But it, uh, yeah, when you got people like Cooper and Wayne Jefferson and uh, 
Tom McLaughlin, all them guys back there behind you, the pressure starts from the time they drop the green. But, uh, you know, it's like Wayne and Jefferson. I mean, it, I got the utmost respect for him. You, you, can't, you can't count him out until the checkers are flying, you know. So just because Wayne gets in the rear, you can't say, well, he's done because, I mean, I've raced with him at DeSoto. You just can't do that. He can come back. Yeah, we had put him a lot over the years, starting at Sunshine, you know, and uh, even racing there, and then going on to Desoto. I think uh, of any of the guys out there, you and him have probably raced more together than uh, most. Yeah, you know, when we can run uh, inch apart and run side by side, lap after lap, and we have bump and bang, but you know, I guess because we have the same—I don't know what you'd call finesse or whatever—but we just we go after it with the same attitude. I mean, if he bumps me, I'm not mad and want to put him in the wall. He's racing, and I bumped him, and he don't get all bent out of shape, and there's no yelling, you know. He loves it. He loves the competition, and that's how I am. Uh, you walk around the pits, you know, nervous before qualifying. Once you get that under your belt, then you're like, cool off for a little bit, but then here it comes again, because now we got a race. You know? And then, of course, when you flip the switch, that's all gone, too. But, yeah, it, you know, it's a... Hey. Anytime Wayne's at the track, you can't count him out. I mean, it's like qualifying. You know he's going to be in the top three. I mean, I consider him off if he's third. You know, it's just, you know, like I say, he's a bullet. You know, and so it's just like Cooper. You can't count any of those. Any, any names you put in there from Saturday night, they they all have the talent to go to the rear and come back up. Sure enough. You get guys like Jerry Simons. He came over and he finished eighth. Um, I was, I mean, I, I have never seen him race at Bronson um, before. But, uh, like, I asked him about, you know, we were making, somebody was making a joke about it would take an act of Congress to get Jerry to come over to, out of Volusia County. And I, I was joking with him about that. He said, well, it's $3,000. He said, you could put a race on out in that parking lot for $3,000. I'll be there. But that's just it. You wave the money. You got anybody's attention. You know, it's, it, it, I mean, I know people say, oh, well, you know, it don't pay nothing to start. But, and, and, you know, sometimes that is a factor. I, you know, when you have a bad night, that's a huge factor. But what gets you there is chasing that big money. You know, you go knowing you have the chance to win it. Yeah, that's and uh, cool. That's what I was saying on the intercom the other night. You know, Robbie didn't, I don't think he necessarily wanted it put out or announced or nothing like that. And never told me, because I asked him, do you want me to put a sticker on the car? He said, nope, I just want you there. But, you know, my wages had got it's been cut 50%, and uh, I couldn't afford to race. I mean, they've been sitting on jack stands, and he called me and wanted me there, and I said, Robbie, you know the deal? And he's like, yeah, I know, and if you'll let me talk, you know, hear me out, you'll understand. I said, okay. He said, anything you need, you let me know because you're going to be here. And I said, well, you know, that makes me feel, it, it, you know, gives you a guilt feeling. I said, let me see what I can scratch up. And my sponsor, who's been with me a long time, but he is in the construction industry, He's slow, but he shelled out $200, so I called Robbie and told him I had 200 and Robbie said, I got your tires, come on. So, I mean, it was ironic that I ended up winning Robbie second, he bought the four tires that's on my car. So it was an awesome, awesome deal. That's very cool. And also, Tim Quick, uh, we didn't mention him tonight when we've talked to Smitty and we talked to, 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 to uh, Wayne and about the race and discussed it, but Tim Quick... Uh, above it all roofing uh, was the prime sponsor for the race and we need to recognize him as well yes yeah and i mean i tell you i tell you I, the economy's got everybody down but it looks to me like racing is getting back to having fun uh promoters are promoting again 
Um, they're not just counting dollars coming through the gate. They're they're making it happen. You know, they're treating drivers nice. You know, making us feel important. Uh, you got people even in this economy just like that above it all roofing. Uh, you know, people stepping up to the plate. And I tell you, I mean, I felt and I know I'm not going to NASCAR. That's past, but that's Saturday night. I felt like I was. You know, it was just a great feeling. So do you have do you have plans to try to get back out and race again? Yes, I do, but you know I got to turn family first, um, racing second, third, fourth, somewhere down the line. Uh, used to when I was single, racing was first. That's all that mattered. But I got a nine year old son, um, it, it, and Wayne Wayne Jefferson knows all about that. He's a proud papa walking around the pits for that boy. Sure mm-hmm. enough, yeah. So, uh, family first, and when I get things turned around where it's not pulling away from my family to go racing. Yeah, I'll be back. You know, I'm I'm already thinking about Winter Spectacular. I know that's a ways off, but I know right now that's one I would really like to hit because I got one of those under my belt, and I'm proud of that too. Up there, Citrus. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. I ran last year and I really had a good run going. Uh, I ended up spinning Curtis Newman out and got put to the rear, and he did also. And I apologize to him for that. He actually checked up, and I just just bumped him. But I bumped him at the wrong time. He was jumping out in the gas. So, but I won the year before. Okay, gotcha. uh, that's okay. when uh, Billy Beckelheimer had led it, and I took the lead with like nine to go. And uh, that was just one of the first or second race back after his bad car accident. So it yeah. was sweet. Yeah. He had taken it from him, but you know we're there to win too. So it was a neat deal. Well, at least you got some uh, bill paying money. Yeah, yeah, it's already gone. Believe it or not, <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe yeah. you had that spent. <laughs> yeah, it was already gone. I called my wife uh, when after I made sure tech all that stuff was done. I called her and I said, "Guess what?" She said, "What?" I said, "We're paying bills." And I mean, she she was wound up, and uh, she told me when she got home from work today. She said, "I already sent the check out." I said, "Well, it came in quick and went out just as quick." Well, that's good. You know, uh, you deserve to win. You know, and uh, well, how'd you feel when uh, they pulled the pill down there on the straightaway after the introductions? I like the way they did that. That's how they should always do it. And uh, but nobody knows coming down there. Everybody's walking around. You don't have any idea where you're going to start. How'd you feel when you knew you were going to be on the pole? Well, you know, like I said, uh, excited but scared. You know, it's, I knew the winner would come from the first two rows because Bronson being the way it is, it's tough. I call it the little. It's our version of Darlington, too tough to tame type deal. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, it. I well, I I got to go back a little bit here. Wayne Jefferson made the comment one time. He said, "There ain't nobody he hates to start behind more than Tate Pierce." And the guy said, "Why? Is he running y'all over track?" He said, "No." He said, "It's just you got to earn every inch." Well, when he pulled four out, and that's all I could think about, you know. And I saw him sort of shake his head, and I'm like, "Man." So, and then my crew turned around and says, "Well, it's on you," you know. So, you know, like I said, it was excited. Like I think. You know, everything's coming together, and also the pressure. Well, if you mess up, you can't go nowhere but backwards. So it, I had all kind of emotions going. Well, you must have had a lot of emotions going for the first 17 laps particularly because it took a while to get that first 17 in. After that, it really took off. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I got a little frustrated, but, you know, the guy, there was one guy I kept spinning out, and uh, it happened in warm-ups when I went out for the first warm-ups I went out for. uh he spun out, and he just sat down there, and I'm starting to get aggravated. It's hot out there. The sun's beating down, and I drive around, and I see he's an older man. And immediately my mindset and heart changed, and I just 
I basically just pulled over and stopped and waited for the wrecker to get out there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was frustrated, but also, you know, that guy, he, I'm guessing he was late 60s in the 70s, looked like a brand new car, and he was out there trying to have fun and get it done, you know? So, you know, the whole thing, like, he paid the race too. You're a lot more understanding than Wayne Anderson is. <laughs> well, you know, I... Now, Rob. <laughs> I, I try to be good to everybody. I know some people, you know, most people, I think, think I'm a clean driver. Some say I'm not. But uh, I'm aggressive, patient, I call it. But, uh, you know, how do you how do you not have a soft spot for him when they pull around there? I mean, because I was aggravated. I'm thinking, why is this guy just... He keeps spinning out. And you look down there and you look through the window net and you see his age and... Yeah, I, I just I couldn't do it. If it had been a young guy, I'd have been hot. But you know, it, I, I have a soft spot for him. There you go. How old are you now, Tate? I'm 35. Yep. See, you're getting old, just like yeah. I've been doing for 19 years. 35 is not <laughs> you old. You guys are youngsters. Yeah, <laughs> Please. Gray hair. Hey man, he was hair. a kid when he started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told. Uh, that's what I told you at their victory lane. <laughs> Stand there with you. I said, hey, yeah, I was there that night. Your spotter got you totaled. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of my ex wives DC so I could drink, used to like to drink at the racetrack, and mm-hmm. she was my father. Which when she was uh, drinking, she was great. Oh yeah, uh, she uh, she didn't tell me about a car that was spun out one night when I was running right behind Mike Bresnahan real close on the outside. And he shot yeah, all, me inside. All the fathers say go low. She said go high. Uh, that was it, man. I went high and drove right through the car. I mean, drove right through him, and it just it, it just tore up both of our cars so bad to where they were right there on the front straightaway. And here's here she is. She's down there right at the fence, yet right at the fence, just drunk off her butt. <laughs> What's that radio? She was cheering for me. She was saying, go take. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, it's all without running me at that point until then. I'm like, oh, all right, one out of the way. Well, man, I tell you, it's really, really cool, man, because, I mean, you, you, you know, just the whole way this thing worked, you've been out of racing for not, not going out there for a while. You come out and, and win the big one and win your biggest race, money race of your career. That's a wonderful time for you, man. We're really proud of you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, it's just... <laughs> I, even Doug Moff, you know, he was there, and he come over. I was at the pay window, and he come over and told my dad. He said, tell Tate, congratulations, job well done. He said, and, you know, he said, I guess the thing that gets me is, see, we, with money being the way it is, I couldn't afford a motel room to go practice Friday night. So we pulled up there Saturday on an open trailer, you know, had this toolbox thrown in there and a couple tires, and, you know, we didn't have A-frames. We had nothing. I mean, we had a few parts, and that was it. And, uh, Doug, you know, he said, here all we are up here with these big rigs. He said, y'all pull them with an open trailer and put it to us. <laughs> and it, it was special. I mean, yeah. there's no way around it. And you deserve it. There's no doubt, man. Another yeah. awesome, another awesome feeling is to win like that. And, you know, cause people say, oh, you start on the pole. Yeah, but it wasn't, I didn't get my back bumper beat off. You know, it was, we were fast enough to stay up there and to, in victory lane to have Wayne Jefferson, Robbie Cooper, Sean McLaughlin, Alan McCafferty come over to your car and take a picture with you because they wanted to win it just as bad as anybody else. But that, I will be keeping that forever. I will have several pictures of that. That's cool. Well, don't worry. There'll be another uh, one of those modified races there, Bronson, you know, and uh, if you need a place to stay, you just get a hold of me. All right. I'll hook you up with a place to stay out there in Cedar Key. 
Yeah, Bonehead start. He's starting a he's starting a chain of motels up in Levy County. <laughs> I think well, you can make money at it. Actually, we've got we've got a uh, uh, house there, a beach house on the water there that they they are going to start renting out the bottom of it, two bedroom at the bottom of it. But uh, I got a key to it, Dave. Don't worry. All right, it sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. I want to do. Uh, I want to thank yes. Ten Ring Underground. They've been with me since 2000, even back when I was running against Bonehead. I had Ten Ring Underground. Yeah. He, he stuck with me through thick and thin, through my mistakes, uh, all through the Goodyear Challenge stuff. And he's still with me. We we're going through hard times together, but he still helps me all, all he can. And uh, Jimmy's competi- competition engine out of Lakeland. He built the little motor that's in the car, and it obviously has plenty of spoke. So, uh, and my dad, Gary Pierce, he sets the thing up. Mike Wilson, another modified driver, helps me a lot. And uh, we go back and forth helping each other. And I just, I, I, I wanted to say a special thank you to them and Robbie Cooper for supplying me the tires to be there. But uh, it was just, it was a great deal. I, I told Wayne when we was taking a picture, I said, this is my career highlight right here. Right. You know, I had him I had him by the shoulder and Cooper by the shoulder. It pretty much wrapped it up for me. Well, you never know. So, so go, go put that helmet on. Relive that race a few more times, man. Uh, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I hope we have a few more of those, but you know, if, if all else went bad and everything, I went out with a bang. Is all I can say. All right, hey, don't worry, you'll get the race again, son. I I think those things are looking a little better. The economy sort of stabilized as far as the construction world. Things are picking up a little bit, but uh, we'll get back. It's just sometimes uh, things grounded, and uh, you realize where you were wasteful and where you wasn't. So. We know you're just waiting for Sunshine Speedway to open back up. Yeah, it, I'm telling you, though, when I looked up the stands the other night, did it, it not look like Sunshine? Yeah. I mean, close, not, maybe not as packed, but, I mean, because Sunshine, but if you weren't there, by the sun was still blistering, you wouldn't get in the seat. Yeah, they, they came yeah. early for that race. That's a fact. They were there yeah. ready to roll. I mean, now, Tony Parker's got a good deal going on this. I mean, he tells you like it is. You don't like it, load it up, take it home. But I want you here. And I love having you here, but don't argue with us. Don't give us flack, and certainly don't cuss us. And I thought that was just really neat thing. I mean, it just point blank tells you right straight up front. You know where you stand. But oh, he also he also treats you like a celebrity too. You know, that is so. a family a family oriented racetrack right there, and that's one of the good things that I think that Tony does have going there is uh, something that me and Jack noticed when we were there is they fly a Christian flag out there in the field along with that American flag, and I have a lot of respect for that flag, and uh, I do like to see it fly out there, and I think that if more racers would take that adage of not having the, the cursing and not having the attitude problem when things go awry, maybe uh, the fun would stay in it. Yeah, I do, too. Um, you know, I won that race, one of the best nights for me, and then uh, I was up at 7 o'clock the next morning. I got home at 3, up at 7 the next morning, headed to Braden to teach my boys Sunday school. Uh, at my there you go. And, uh, you know, I don't think I'm a true believer that prayers are heard, and I believe Saturday night was proof that prayers were answered for me. And, uh, you know, how do you not go to church just because you're tired from the race that you was fortunate enough to win? You know, so we knew going up there that we were going to be dead tired. We may not get home till 4 or 5 in the morning, but we will be at church. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that you do, it's never wrong to do right or never right to do wrong and never wrong to do right so if you pretty much stick by the standards you'll be all right 
Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that, Tate. And uh, congratulations. And uh, like I was saying, you're going to get my vote for the driver of the month. We'll see what happens. My, well, my vote, I'm my sore enough. I always go that far. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm sore enough. I sure appreciate that. All right. All right. Thanks so much for spending time with us tonight. Okay. Thank you for having me. You see you. Take it easy, Tate. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, that's true, guys. Well, Once again, we're getting to that point where we have to make a decision on a driver of the month. Yeah, I just got to say, you know, Rob, it don't get no better than that, man. Well, there you have it, man. Somebody that needed the money. Robbie Cooper helped him get there. Robbie Cooper did a lot. Him and some other folks behind the scenes did a lot to get those drivers there. And, uh, you know, what a show. That's all I can say. It was a great show. I'm glad that I made the trip there. Glad I got to see it. Glad I got to see a lot of my friends I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, talked to Buddy Bryant. Hadn't seen him in a while at the racetrack. For you folks that don't know him, he is a an awesome photographer and writer that has been writing stories about race cars for many years. And our friend Rick Warren. Uh, yes. Uh, he was there, of course. He's good friends with uh, Tony Parker, and, and he, he lives up that way. He was there. He's a him and, and uh, Buddy are uh, kindred spirits and. Uh, both very good photographers, and uh, and Rick actually helped with the uh, on-track presentations and uh, and uh, a tribute to uh, Grouch Myers. It was a great night, and uh, I'll tell you, it was uh, it was certainly memorable. And and no, for nobody, no more than Tate Pierce will never forget it. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with uh, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll be. Uh, we'll flip a quarter and figure it out. We'll be right back on Inside Florida Racing. 